1: start selling online today sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22 shopify.com slash free 22
2: three two one that's right ladies and gentlemen it
3: is commissioner cooper and it's time for tss fantasy Fantasy. that's 20
4: Here's the fantasy rock Ooh. Fantasy Jesus.
5: It worked for the rock and it's going to work for me. Yeah! Boom! TSS Fantasy! fantasy. Yeah! TSS
3: Fantasy!
6: And you just got playing That's
7: right, ladies and gentlemen, it is is
6: Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. And you just got
2: that way, yeah.
3: That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy.
7: Yeah, the Jets are back this week.
3: Let's go. The Jets are back looking up, that's right indeed, got to love it. We got a busy week, we got a lot of teams on a bye this week, so we got to hit those waivers, we got a busy show tonight, let's get it started. Welcome into the studio, Justin Jesus Herrera.
4: Yeah, a lot of teams on the bye, and there's also a lot of people that are getting injured as a little hint to a future segment we're going to do right after this. But TSS Fantasy is here with your waiver show because all those guys getting injured, you need to replace them. And today we're going to give you a ton of people that you are going to be viable chances to replace them. So what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to hit that subscribe button, hit that notifications bell, because you're going to want to get all of our shows for the week. And we're going to give you all the good information to get you locked and loaded and ready to go for week
3: 11. Absolutely, indeed. Let's also welcome to studio, a little grumpy for sure today, Nick, you got Flandered Macaronis
6: uh yeah the nfl sucks um so and fancy football right along with it so what we're going to do is we are going to talk about you the viewers checking out underdog fantasy you're going to double your your deposit by clicking on the tss fantasy code and then after that you're going to go to our rankings on TSSFantasy.com. you're going to click on our rankings i know that three of us have it up i don't know about the fourth one, I'm not going to say who it is and who it isn't, but three rankings are up. And anyway, we got we got lots to talk about, so I have nothing else to add to this. Let's go. Wow.
3: All right, like I said, a little grumpy indeed. Let's also welcome to studio Fred the Jester Reyes.
7: <laughs> hello everybody yes follow me at tss Jester on twitter i don't know why nick is grumpy with the football fantasy football what happened this week did i miss something at the pre the pre-meeting or something
3: last night's game <laughs> oh my goodness all right well we got a busy show tonight indeed speaking of the jester you're gonna want to hit that subscribe button you want to know why He's got a sack. We got a sack for though, <laughs> <laughs> And here it is.
2: It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle
7: belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the
3: year. It's the happiest season of all. Nobody does the holidays. Like Man, look at you. You're checking it out. it out, bro. It's ready. We're ready for Okay, the ready for the holidays now. Let's, Let's get it. All right. What all right, did right, you, right, you do? So Hit that subscribe. It's button.
4: not even Thanksgiving yet.
3: <laughs> this is how we do it around my house. We're holiday junkies around here, boy. I love it. All right, so again, hit that subscribe button. We're giving away the Jester's Santa Jester sack on Christmas Day. <laughs> Nobody wants that. All right, all right, all
6: right. <laughs> Sponsored <City>. by
3: Manscaped. <laughs> <laughs> got a bunch of presents for you. A signed Andre Reed jersey, a signed Chris Johnson jersey. We got a signed Damian Harris jersey. We got a signed uh, Jameis w- Williams jersey. We also got a signed Jerry Judy's helmet. All you got to do, hit subscribe, get yourself involved in that. You want to win that for Christmas. What a great way to start your holiday all right so like i said it is week 11 we got busy busy show we got to get the doc in the house because a lot of injuries have happened time let's bring him in
2: look i'm a doctor not an escalator Spock,
3: give me a hand The doctor is in. It is week 11. We're getting deep into the season, and the injuries are getting aplenty. What say you? Welcome into the studio, Dr. Jeffrey Miller.
0: Thank you there, Commissioner, and I have to thank you as well for some information right before the show on our first individual up tonight, Cooper Cup. So earlier today, this was being reported as a high ankle sprain. Um, he hopped off the field, if you watched the video, with some help. But it was reported just a couple of hours ago that he is going to be undergoing a tightrope surgery on Wednesday to surgically repair that distal tib-fib joint. So Cooper Cup making a trip to the IR for a Wednesday
3: surgery. Mm, Big news for Cooper Cup owners. Definitely, um, you know, an uptick in targets for some receivers. Maybe even a couple of the running backs in in this L.A. offense are going to have to figure out something. Who else we got on the list, Doc?
0: So Zach Ertz, there's uh, some speculation here that it might end up being his ACL. He sustained what's initially being described as a season-ending injury in Sunday's win over the Rams. Again, the initial story is that it wasn't the ACL, but Monday's MRI revealed, quote, a significant injury, and there's now a couple of isolated reports speculating that it may in fact be his ACL. So probably find out more about Ertz tomorrow, but they are going to be shutting him down for the season, it looks like.
3: All right, so again, that brings up the rookie, maybe Trey McBride, Rondell Moore might see more target targets. Hollywood Brown could be back soonish. Maybe we'll see. Um, so we'll see. Um, you know who sees more up ticking targets in this offense? Who else we got, Doc?
0: So first of two hip injuries we're going to talk about is Leonard Fournette. Um, good news for the Bucs, This is their bye week, so he's expected to return week number twelve. Although if you listen to Coach Bowles, he said next week they're going to reevaluate. But again, early speculation is that Fournette should return after this week's bye week for week number 12.
3: Okay, so we'll see if he makes it back. He's got a young rookie nipping at his heels right now, Um, so we'll see how that lays down. Who else you got, Doc?
0: Yeah, we'll do the other hip now. Khalil Herbert was walking after the game, but just was placed on the IR with his, again, non-specific hip injury unless something was revealed in the last couple of hours. So we've got two hips, Leonard Fournette probably back for week 12, and Khalil Herbert, going to be missing a couple of weeks going to the IR
3: big uptick for David Montgomery owners Um, hopefully he could stay healthy he could be a big um, force for you down the stretch um, all by himself in this newly um, you know offense that's really starting to kick kick itself into gear who else we got doc
0: the tweet of the week goes to Juju Smith Schuster's mom she was uh, tweeting after he went down big hit I think everybody was picking up this hit Um, he's now in concussion protocol and his mom was shouting out that she would take those hits for him if she could. Apparently, he was in good spirits after the game, and all signs point to him being able to clear protocol for this weekend. But again, these brain injuries, non-predictable. It's too soon to say he will play, but early signs are positive.
3: No, nothing says loving like tweeting from your mama. All right, what else we got, Doc? So
0: Cole Komet, is that how you say his last name? Said his leg is just, quote, a little banged up, but nothing serious after a collision. Bears tight end expects to be playing again this coming week.
3: Okay, well, that's good news for Komet owners. He's now now getting hot in a very porous tight end field. Um, Anyone else, Doc?
0: We got Jerry Judy carted off the field this week, but now is being only described as a mild ankle injury. So cost me some points this week, but hopefully he's back next week. We'll uh, jump to Gerald Everett. He's now listed as day-to-day after leaving Sunday's game with a groin injury. Too soon to speculate on the weekend. Look out for Friday and Saturday. And then P.J. Walker. Third high ankle sprain we're going to talk about in Carolina this year, right? Mm. It is just brutal in Carolina with the high ankle sprain. So, suffered the injury in Thursday's win. Unfortunately, that means Baker Mayfield is back under center in Carolina.
3: That's Nick's pickup of the week. He is a huge Baker Mayfield fan, so watch out. If you got Nick in your league, you better put Baker high on your waiver priority. (laughs) Who else we got, Doc? (laughs) Uh,
0: We'll wrap up with Dallas Go-Dirt. He's expected to miss, quote, extended time, but not a season-ending shoulder injury. I think this could be a trip to the IR. So right now it's just described as a shoulder injury, but watching how he fell, it very likely could be either a clavicular or collarbone fr- fracture or an AC shoulder separation. Again, that's speculation just based on the video. Keep your eye out for the report. We'll see what it is. But he may miss a couple of weeks, may end up on the IR with one or the other of those.
3: Well, that it will be definite big news uh, for Goddard our, God our owner down the stretch here as we're getting towards the playoff run. So we do appreciate you coming in today. We will see you. I guess we won't see you next week because you're on Thanksgiving break, as see, I remember. Though. There we go. So we'll I'm see. I'm taking you. a
0: cruise to Grand Cayman. I will see you guys in two weeks. In two
3: weeks. You deserve it, Doc. We appreciate it. Enjoy said vacation. We're going to bring in our guests today because we got a big champs or chumps waiver battle. It's Keith Fleming from Fantasy and Frames and Big Bob B from I 80 Sports. Let's bring him in for Champs or Chumps Waiver Wire, and Dr. Miller, we appreciate you. Enjoy your cruise. Welcome into the studio. First, we'll welcome in Keith Fleming from Fantasy and Frames. Welcome into the studio, my friend.
8: What's going on, guys? Definitely uh, won me over with the CM Punk, Cult of personality, Uh, 100% in now.
3: Love it. Got to bring the high energy tonight. We got a high energy battle here. Let's welcome in Big Bob V from IED Sports. Welcome into the studio, sir
1: hey guys thanks for having me i i I love that intro music too i feel like we should go rob a liquor store or something together
3: (laughs) that's it the cult of personality here tonight it's champs or chumps like i said we're gonna debate waiver wire um pickups from each position it's champs or chumps nick's gonna be our judge tonight let's get it on
6: let's get ready to rumble
3: thick do you think I am? I mean, I know I've never stood up around you, but yeah. I'm like, oh, I like, I'm and only because Caleb looks like he's in grandma's kitchen, I'm gonna this going to give this one to
9: Mike. So Caleb, for just right now. Hey, man, I just want to let you know that sometimes you got to shut the fuck up. Jason, that's Please. not how you treat guests, bro.
5: Hey, <laughs>
3: Let's get in on. We're going to start with quarterbacks in round one. Keith, we're going to start with you. Give us your big QB pickup of the week.
8: All right, I've got Manny Ice, Matt Ryan, 14% on, 3% started. He's wrangled back the job in Indy. Uh, I don't know why in the world they were starting Sam Ellinger, but three of his last five starts, he's finished just at QB one, top 12 in QB scoring. Two of those games, top five. He's averaging 20 points per game his last three games. He's facing the Eagles this week in a game that I think the Colts will probably be down, so a positive game script. Should get to throw a lot. He's in a dome uh, for his history as a Falcons fan. I can tell you Ryan is a lot better indoors than outdoors. This is the big deal why I like Ryan so much. He has upcoming games versus Pittsburgh, Minnesota, Dallas. Uh, teams you can throw on, Minnesota and Pittsburgh, in the bottom five against quarterbacks for scoring. Uh, he's still QB 22 right now despite missing two games. If you're weak at QB, uh, Ryan is the perfect guy to add because he's consistent. He's going to get you 15 to 20 points week after week, occasionally throw in a big game like he did last week where he scored 27 points. Hey, this is a guy remember that he was a QB one for of his last six years. Give me Maddie Ice. And most importantly, he's playing this week, so you can use him right now.
3: Matty Ice is back. Ice, Ice, baby. Jeff Saturday bringing the Thunder. Gotta love it. Spark that offense for sure. Bob, what say you, my friend? Who is your big QB pickup of the week?
1: Great pick there, but I got one even better for you. That is Deshaun Watson, 44% owned um, in leagues on sleeper. Um, He's going to start practicing this week. So if he's not rostered, this is going to be your last chance to get him before it's too late. So this is a speculative pickup for the following week. But you got to jump on him now because if you get it now, you're going to pay less fab than you will next week when his price is going to triple or even quadruple. You know, I'm definitely not confident starting him almost two seasons out, but he does have the ability to change the game and face it. We have some bad quarterback play this year. I mean, you guys were talking about Baker Mayfield and P.J. Walker. Throw those guys out. Get yourself some of Deshaun Watson because here's his fantasy finishes since 2017. First, fourth, third, sixth. Averaging about, uh, I'm just going to free ball here, 22 points a game. That is a, a league winner if you can stash him just one single week. Um, in the fantasy playoffs, he's going to face Baltimore, New Orleans, and Washington. They're ranked 22nd, 19th, and 20th against the quarterback position. So not only is he going to be great to start for you, he's going to be great in the fantasy playoffs when he's finally getting some of the rust off. You know, um, I love Amari Cooper when he comes back. This is a guy who's been, you know, number one wide receiver who doesn't quite look like it this season. Maybe, maybe he'll even pass the ball to David Moore more than 16 times in nine games. I'm sure we'd all love that, guys, right? Could be wild. Get yourself some Deshaun Watson.
3: Get some Deshaun Watson. And D, just don't get a massage by him. All right, Nick, what say you, friend? Who wins? Wow.
6: Uh, I don't like either one of them. Um, (laughs) Man, uh, Deshaun Watson looked terrible whenever he did play in the the preseason. And Matt Ryan looks terrible when he plays in, in the regular season. Uh, I'm gonna go with Keith on this one just because, uh, the best of availability is is right now. So play Matt Ryan, get Matt Ryan. By the time Deshaun Watson even gets good, your season might be over.
3: And I, you know, the schedule is a good point that uh, Keith brought up as well, and especially right now, there's a lot of QBs on a buy this week, so it might be a guy you want to plug in. Round one, going to Keith. Let's truth serum uh, football chiming in. Jeff Saturday is the only undefeated coach in the league right now. And then he had the the badumptis with a couple more wins. They'll be calling him Jeff Sunday. Good job, truth serum. We appreciate you. All right, let's go to running back in round two. Bob, we're going to start with you first. Give us your big running back pickup of the week.
1: Great. So at this time, uh, at this point in the season, my roster is basically settled. I'm looking for someone who can be an every week starter. I don't want a guy who's going to score eight points on my bench or be like a flex filling at best. I'm swinging for the fences, and that pick is Rashad White, 55% rostered, 13% started um, from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Usage has been trending in the right direction. Had a breakout game, 22 carries, 105 yards this week. Now that was because of a four net injury, but. The fact that he can do that with the opportunity. How many times have we seen guys this year, running backs, get 20 carries and, you know, 80 yards and they don't fall into the end zone? Um, great week for him. Absolutely. You know, I love Fournette. I love his opportunity even more. This is going to be a good offense moving forward. So they're going to have red zone opportunities. And that means Rashad White could become, um, you know, a very usable guy week to week, scoring 14, 15, 16 points. Someone I can trust in the future. He's one injury away from having a real starting job. And, and he's someone who's who's kind of flown a little bit under the radar for me personally um, down there in Tampa. You know, I'll take their information and stash Rashad White where I can as a player who really has top 10 potential in his position. And at this point in the season, there's not very many running backs who you can say that about. Again, I don't want six 7 points from a, a second-tier guy, um, someone you know in, in, in a committee on my bench. I want to swing for the fences, and that lottery ticket is going to be Rashad White.
3: Yeah, I mean, this offense seemed to uh, get the squeaky wheel, so to speak. It's starting to get moving a little bit, so not a bad pickup indeed. Keith, what's say you, friend? What's your big running back pickup of
8: the week? Give me Gus Edwards, 52% on, 1% started. He's going to be back week 11. Uh, you know, he missed – so much of the season, came back for two games. Unfortunately, had a hamstring issue. But in the two games he played, 25.1 points, two touchdowns, four red zone uh, you know, carries. He's playing for a team, this is the big deal. They're seventh most in rushes per game. Right now, Bateman is out. Andrews is banged up. They're going to run it a lot. We know that's what the Ravens are going to do. Kenyon Drake, who, if he's out there, is also a good uh, option. He's been effective. Uh, and Edwards' absence. But in the two games these two guys played together, Edwards had 27 carries to Drake's 18. Uh, I, Edwards is going to be available again. Drake's probably not. Um, four of their next six games, including this week, versus Carolina versus Spencers ranked near the bottom against running backs. And then even more importantly, their schedule, super easy schedule for the Ravens. They still got games versus the Panthers, the Jags, the Broncos, the Steelers twice, and the Falcons. Even if Dobbins gets healthy out of those three backs, Edwards is by far the best suited to close games. And anyone who gambles like me knows the Ravens are desperate for someone to help them close games as they've blown fourth quarter leads. It seems like every single game Edwards is that guy. And again, he's been in the system forever, which means that he knows the playbook. He knows the guys to where Drake obviously has just got there. And Dobbins can't stay healthy and has been really ineffective. I think you'd be a really boom play down the stretch for a team that we know loves to run the ball. Um, so give me Gus Edwards.
3: That is a team that does love to run the football. They could get a healthy back that could be money. What say you, Nick, for round two?
6: Well, unfortunately, I'm going to go with Bob on this one, and I say unfortunately because I, although uh, Gus Edwards is good, uh, he just can't stay on the field consistently. He'll he'll probably be hurt again in the next two or three weeks. Uh, Rashad White is on the come up with uh, Leonard Fournette. He's about to take that job officially. So I am going to go with uh, Rashad White, even though he is on the bye this week.
3: All right, Zach uh, Kurtz coming in saying, what's up, guys? And he said, hop aboard the Gus bus. He does agree with you. It is all tied 1-1. One, one. Welcome in as well, Colts Martin. A big shout out to, to hear about Rashad White. And, of course, Mr. Mallard, we'll be hearing from you shortly. All right, let's go to round three. We're going to go to the receiver round. Keith, let's go to you, all tied up. Give me your big receiver pickup of the week.
8: Harris Campbell, 20%, uh, 28% on, 8% start. If you're in a PPR league, you better have this, dude. like right now. And I'm going to argue that you should have him as standard as well. Matt Ryan's back. We talked about that. His last three games with Matt Ryan, 32 targets. 24 receptions, over 200 yards receiving, touchdowns in all three games. He's second in slaps – or, excuse me, snaps in the slot. I know i was going to screw that up. (laughs) Third in routes run. And three of his next five games are versus teams that are in the bottom ten versus receivers in the slot, including this week versus the Eagle, who have given up 11 touchdowns to receivers from the slot. Paris Campbell is an underrated guy flying on the radar. We had him on the Daily Fix pod this week. And our really good lineup, our optimal lineup, he has been an underrated guy. And with Ryan at QB, he is going to be a monster down the stretch, particularly in PPR leagues. But I think, you know, for a wide receiver three, there's even value for him in standard leagues as well.
3: And even bigger with Matt Ryan at the helm. So absolutely gotcha on that one. Bob, what say you? What's your big pickup for receiver this week?
1: Going a little deep here, and I, I might be chasing points a little bit here, but I'm going Christian Watson, 17% rostered and 14% started. This is one of the guys, you know, another one of the guys in the what if category for the uh, waiver wire ads this is a boom or bust guy. Um, and, you know, you're going to drop him in two weeks or he's going to be in your starting lineup during that time. Like that, that's the realm of outcomes, and I'm really comfortable taking that risk on here, especially at this point of the season. I mean, Green Bay just needs wide receiver talent so badly. I know my co-host on my podcast loves talking about Alan Lazard. Quite honestly, I'm kind of sick of that conversation myself. Rodgers needs that A-number-one... Um, And, you know, while Rodgers is taking a lot of heat, he's actually on pace for 32 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, and about 4,000 yards. I'd love if that was my quarterback's floor. like like, That's just, you know, like an insane number to put up. He can support two productive wide receivers, and I think Watson has a chance, especially after last week. Now, Watson's been in the doghouse because he's been dropping passes. I don't know what's been going on at practice. You know, he caught four of eight targets this week for 107 yards and three touchdowns. Now, he's not going to do that again. And you don't get those points for picking them up this week. But the important thing is when you get Aaron Rodgers' trust, it snowballs. When you lose Aaron Rodgers' trust, that snowballs too. Which way could it go? I don't know. It's it's Christian Watson. You don't have to pay up that much to even pick him up on your roster. And if he is the guy, really the sky is the limit. Most important thing about Watson, he was used this week. And they won the football game, so you know you, you could talk about stats and all this, you know, fantasy stuff. There, there has to be something to that. Like the one week that he gets used, you win the football game overtime against the Cowboys. Um, you know, we I don't, I don't have a lot of tape on him. I'm I, not really a guy who who is a little bit under my radar in college. I know he he hasn't played a ton of the quarterback position, so he really is a raw talent. If he can grow over the course of the season, and these guys are practicing every day. He can learn the skills of the position and become one of those guys. With a Hall of Fame quarterback with no, no real number one uh, wideout to pass to, why not? Why can't it be Christian Watson?
3: Nick, can it be Christian Watson?
1: Not today.
6: Uh, t- <laughs> uh, I like Christian Watson, but here's the thing. He's too unreliable. Uh, he is right now. He is, he is the, He's the big boom right now, but Paris Campbell has been doing it. Consistently for the for the season, and I had Michael Pittman. Every time I looked at the damn uh, box score, it was always it was always Paris Campbell. So I'm gonna go with Paris Campbell.
3: Paris Campbell, indeed, definitely in PPR. He's been money uh, for the last few weeks. So totally agree with you there. All right, let's go back to Keith. We're gonna go to the tight end round because it's two one. You can knock out Bob here if you win it. Give me your big pickup at tight end this week.
8: I'm going to go with a guy that I was really big uh, in the pre-draft stuff, Trey McBride, 5% owned, 1% start. Uh, He's basically a Gronk-type tight end. I mean, this guy is a monster, but many, including myself, question, why are the Cardinals, who traded for Zach Ertz, selecting him when they had to? But now that Ertz is injured, like John Cena, McBride's time is now. Ertz is leaving a huge void. He was first in routes run. Snaps in the slot, route percentage for tight ends, second in targets, receptions, and red zone targets. And Mick Bride, his senior year, 90 receptions, 1,121 yards. This dude is a stud. If you're on a team that looks like you are going to make the playoffs or on the verge of making the playoffs and need help at tight end, the next two weeks, it's not great. You got San Francisco, the Chargers, and then a bye. But then weeks 14 through 17, a.k.a. money time, right? Playoffs. 14th, 26, or excuse me, New England week 14, 26th versus tight end. Denver week 15, 18th versus tight end. Tampa, 23rd versus tight end. Then Atlanta, 24th versus tight ends. Three of the four top 10 in receptions allowed to tight ends. The only one of those that is not, New England, almost gives up a touchdown a game. Two tight ends. I think McBride has a chance to be like Amon Ross St. Brown last year where he gets an opportunity late in the season and wins a lot of people fantasy leagues. Uh, this is a team and an offense that throws the tight ends. It's why they went out and got Ertz. It's why they drafted McBride so high. And, again, this guy's pedigree, he would have been ahead of Friar last year. Like, he is a stud. And the great thing about him, is he also can run block. So, it's not like he's going to be limited to only passing situations. If the Ertz's uh, injury is as serious as everybody's saying, I think McBride is somebody you should go out and get, if you have a roster spot in any league, unless you got one of these top tight ends.
3: He's in my <clears> – <throat> Dynasty taxi squad, I think might be time to get a call up to the big leagues. Indeed, Bob, what say you, my friend? Give me your big pickup at tight end this week.
5: With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet.
1: I'm going with Foster Moreau. 31% rostered, 23% started from the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, You know what's going on there? You know, tight end is barren. But when you look at a backup Foster Moreau is a good guy that I I think you should have on your team. Um, He had a few good games last season when Waller went down hurt, finishing the season with a handful of touchdowns, 30 receptions, 373 yards. Well, that's not impressive for a wide receiver for a tight end, that'll actually get the job done if you could just put up, you know, 40 yards and three catches in a week i would usually be happy with that but uh i'd also like to remind everyone that waller is going to be out multiple weeks they say at least four he's going to be out until at least week 14 but i do want to remind everyone too that waller is not quick coming back to injuries now there's a couple of reasons for this uh maybe you can pull up the the doctor talk about this in, in a future episode but uh because of his substance abuse pass Waller's not the guy that they're just going to drug up and send out on the field. He's going to take an extra week to come back from any injury. So I don't see him being back week 14. A three-week injury is going to take him four weeks to get back. A five-week injury might take six or seven weeks to get back. And Foster Moreau is someone you could pick up. You can start now. And while maybe he might not be the home run hitter, the Raiders really have nothing else going on there. They stink. Derek Carr is, is you know, finally connecting with Devontae Adams, I guess. Otherwise, you got Mac Hollins. Foster Moreau might be the number two target on this team as early as this week. And while I wouldn't say he's necessarily a handcuff because he does have standalone value, he has produced um, even when Waller's around, this tight end market just stinks. It's a coin toss. You can't predict this stuff anymore. So Foster Moreau, 31%. You're not going to have to. You might even pass him on waivers and just pick him up um, as a free agent during the week, and you could start him.
3: All right, I like it. Nick, what say you? Who wins round number four?
6: Uh, I'm going to give it to Bob because, uh, Foster Moreau, he's, he's a much more reliable target, uh, especially down around the goal line. Uh, McBride was, Bri McBride was getting about 4% of the, of the passing targets. Uh, even when Ertz was there, he didn't, he doesn't get the ball that much to me. He's too unproven. Um, so I'm going to go with Foster Moreau on this one.
3: All righty. It's all tied up. We are going into round number five. Let's see the money round. Let's go with defense. Bob, we'll start with you. Who's your big streaming pickup defense of the week?
1: Okay, it's going to be really strange to say this is a streaming pickup because this is someone this is a team that was drafted by almost everyone and then subsequently dropped the L.A. Rams. They're only 53 percent owned, and I think that this is a defense that everyone should get on right now. They started strong against Buffalo and Atlanta, scoring 10 points each in the first two weeks, then were dropped after a few for a few bad outings. Against San Fran, Tampa Bay, Arizona, they scored under five each of the past three weeks. However, coming up and after KC th- this coming week, you're going to see them play the Saints, 29th versus defense, Seattle, 18th versus defense, Vegas, 12th versus defense, Packers, 25th, and Denver, 26th. Um, You know, maybe you might need to st- uh stream defenses here and there, but this Rams defense is going to be one you could plug in and play reliably because they don't play anyone for a lot of the rest of the season. I-, I think they're due for a bounce back. And when the offense stinks, it actually kind of helps the defense out because they're not getting thrown on for four quarters because the other team's trailing like in years past where you had to score 40 points to keep up with the L.A. Rams. That time's over. They can be in some low-scoring games, and if this team can turn even just a little bit around, it's going to be on the back of the defense playing some bad offenses. Now, I'm going to look in the future on this one. They're going to be a top-streaming defense seven of the next eight weeks. Don't overthink it. Put them on your roster. Start them, set it, and forget it. And this could be a seven, eight, nine-week Band-Aid for the rest of the season.
3: Oh, i got to like the Band-Aids towards the playoffs. What say you, Keith? What's your Band-Aid slash streaming defense of the week?
8: It's the Pittsburgh Steelers, 27% owned. It's very simple. There's the Steelers' D with T.J. Watt and without. The two games with Watt, they've scored 39 fantasy points, nine sacks, seven turnovers forced. Without Watt, 17 fantasy points in seven games, eight sacks, five turnovers. So in two games, they forced more sacks, more turnovers, and scored more fantasy points, and they did the seven without Watt. They have games coming up against Indy, Atlanta, Carolina, and the Raiders. And you might say, oh, well, they're playing Cincy this week. Yeah, that's right. That's the same Cincy team that they absolutely smoked week one until Watt got hurt in the third quarter. The Bengals were able to come back and tie that game up late and force overtime, but the Steelers still won. This Steelers team is pretty frisky, I think, the rest of the way. We know Tomlin's one of the best coaches in the league. He's going to have these guys ready. They proved it last week where they're going to, they're gonna, you know, with Pickett not really let them throw it much. You're going to have, you know, Pickens running end rounds. And, I mean, this is a defense I think we want. You're guaranteed to get sacks, turnovers. And, again, with that schedule, I love them. And they're going to be available basically in every league, 27% owned. Go get the Pittsburgh Steelers.
3: All right, Nick, what say you? I know that, that last uh, argument spoke near and dear to your heart. Who wins the last round?
6: Yeah, I hate to say it. I'm just gonna come come out and say I'm be biased. Uh I'm gonna go with the Steelers on, on this one. Uh Bob, you you made a, a great argument, but uh it just didn't um fit the bill, so I'm gonna go with Keith and the Pittsburgh Steelers. He is just, a
3: just so everyone knows, he is a closet Steelers fan this year. He used to wear it loud and proud now. Now the flag. I'm, I'm not, not going to explain it, it anymore. I have
6: explained it, and I'm not going to explain it any, <laughs> anymore. Just that the Bengals are going
1: to beat gonna, the pants off the Steelers this week. It's
3: gonna Probably. Get, they're going to get called Probably. out. Probably. Have they're you gonna seen gonna, their offense? Everybody. It sucks. All right. Well, congratulations to Keith tonight. You are tonight's winner. Bob, and I'm sorry, friend, only because you didn't pull up the Steelers. You are tonight's loser. So you get
7: nothing. You lose. Good day, sir.
3: All right, well, either way, everyone's a winner tonight. Keith, before you head out, my friend, let everyone know where they can follow, subscribe, and get all your great content.
8: All right, well, I am uh, working with at Fantasy and Frames. Uh, My Twitter account is at Keith Fleming. That's K-E-I-T-H-F-L-E-M-M-I-N-G. And we do the DFS pod for Fantasy and Frames, the Daily Fix pod. You can find that at the Daily Fix pod spelled out. We have been on fire, and I, I, I don't normally like going on shows and be like, oh, our picks are so great. Uh, last week, we gave 29 plays. Each week, we give an expensive, median, and bargain-tier play. Those 29 plays, the optimal lineup was 245.6 points. That would have won the millionaire contest this last week. Uh, we had Christian Watson, uh, Jeff Wilson Jr., uh, Pierre Campbell, Dalton Schultz, and uh, we really are. We're on an epic run. We appreciate you guys to listen and follow us. And uh, you guys, some of the most entertaining content uh, on the web, really enjoyed this. Would love to come back anytime. Appreciate the invite.
3: Well, appreciate that. It's a great honor. Great honor to have you. Did great on the game tonight. Definitely go follow, subscribe, and get all their great content and win yourself some money, obviously. Bob, what say you, my friend? Where, we, where can we follow, subscribe, and get all your great content as well?
1: Uh, Thanks again for having me, guys. It's i80sports.com. You can find me on YouTube, um, youtube.com backslash i80sports, um, on Twitter at i80 underscore sports. We are a full service sports network, and um, my main focus, besides NFL football, is major league soccer, one of the only places on the web where you can find articles written. By yours truly uh, for sportsbook picks around Major League Soccer and around soccer in the United States. Very important time for us, you know, with the World Cup coming up. So I hope you guys go over there, subscribe on YouTube, hit that bell icon, uh, give us a like and uh, check out what we have running on. It's going to be a very, very interesting time of year here. We have a very interesting World Cup and a very odd place to play. So you guys uh, stay on it. There's a lot of money to be made and, and let's do it.
3: Yeah, make sure you check out. World Cup's always fun, at least to go follow. Probably the only time I watch soccer, to be honest. But, hey, at least I'll follow then. We appreciate you guys for coming in tonight. Great battle. We're going to close you guys out tonight. I know you guys went over a little bit of some waiver wire pickups, but we want to hear how sophisticated they could be. So we're going to bring in Mr. Mallard with his sophisticated pickups. Appreciate you,
5: gentlemen. Thanks. Peace.
9: Hello, I'm Mr. Mallard, and welcome to Sophistication Station. Uh, Cole Komet has finally shown up the way that analysts all over the world uh, thought he would at the beginning of this year. Uh, three straight games with a touchdown now, and Justin Fields' ascendance uh, as a QB has all of a sudden made Cole Komet very relevant. And surprisingly, still only owned in 38.8% of leagues out there on ESPN. Go out there and add Cole Komet for this stretch as we enter playoff season. Another guy that seems like a lot of people are adding, surprisingly at 29.9% owned, is Odell Beckham. Word is is, he's uh, got quite a few teams that are interested in him, uh, and he could be signed as soon as this week. Uh, depending on what team he goes to, if they're a playoff contender or someone who's really contending to go for a long run in the playoffs, Odell Beckham could have a role down the stretch here. And then Rashad White, he's made this list before, but Rashad White is still only at 24.4% owned. Uh, looks like the stronger, more consistent back for Tampa Bay at this point. Uh, Leonard Fournette is, I think, averaging somewhere around two yards per carry right now. So Rashad White, I think, is going to continue to take over that role, uh, and get the bulk of the meaningful downs in that offense. Traylon Burks coming back to Tennessee as well in his first week back last week. He saw six targets. He only caught one of them. But seeing six targets in his first week back, I expect him to shake that rust off, get a little more comfortable in there with whoever's at quarterback, and Traylon Burks could be a nice flex play on some late bye weeks coming up. And then Darius Slayton at 4.7% owned. He's had three straight weeks of uh, double-digit fantasy points. Darius Slayton has been the one that has taken off in this Giants offense, not so much Wondell Robinson at this point. With the departure of Kadarius Tony. So Darius Slayton should continue to see some big play opportunities, some deep balls, and Darius Slayton could bring you right into the playoffs. Check in next Tuesday, as always, on Sophistication Station.
3: All right. We were got, we got sophisticated indeed. All right. Listen, we're trying to keep this under an hour tonight, or at least an hour. So we're going to go through our waiver wire selections very quickly as possible. Justin, give us your uh, QB selection uh, on the waiver wire this week. And you're on mute, FYI.
4: Kenny Pickett, uh, 19 points last week. uh, Two back-to-back games where they could be down very easily, so it could be garbage time. Uh, I think he's probably one of the better players you could – he's definitely better than Baker Mayfield. So uh, I'll go
6: with Kenny
3: Pickett. I well, think we're gonna compare everybody to make her. Uh he's the he he's the floor you can pick from. All right, Nick, who's your big pickup at QB this week? All
6: right, well I had to call a couple of audibles because uh half the those those two guys picked half of mine. So uh I'm gonna go with Daniel Jones, the old reliable. Uh right now he is sixteenth ranked uh this season. He's averaging sixteen and a half points points per game uh this week. Um he's he's got a pretty easy Matchup, and he's got 64% rostered. And in the last uh, few games, uh, actually all season, he's averaged 387 yards. And he's had three, four games with 35 yards rushing, and three games with 65, and just two touchdowns and,
3: and only two picks. So if you need a streamer, Danny Dimes is your guy. Could be a good play and a good matchup this week. Fred, you got one or um
7: I, I do. I got Derek Goff. He's only owning 37% of the leagues. Um obviously we, we 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 like what we saw from the Bears with the Bears game. Um week 11, golf faces the Giants defense allows 16 points per game, fantasy quarterbacks. So if you're looking for a quick fix, Jared Goff, there you go. All
3: right, running back,
7: Justin, go.
4: Jalen Warren, the Pittsburgh uh, back, saw 43% of touches last week. Uh, Most in the past three weeks, it's obviously it's going towards him rather than Harris. He also outscored Harris and got three targets. Harris got zero, caught all three of his passes. Um, I think that this back is slowly shifting towards the undrafted rookie.
3: All right, sounds good. I like that a lot, actually. And what say you, Fred, for your running back pickup this week?
7: Um, My pick, Latavius Murray, owned by 25.4%, has double-digit touches in four consecutive games and has scored double-digits fantasy points in two of those outings. So why not give him a run?
3: Awesome. Love that. Nick, what say you?
6: Okay, so uh, this week I'm going to go with a surprise pick. I didn't even know that I was picking it until about 10 minutes ago. Uh, I'm going to go with Jarek McKinnon uh because um he's got an easy matchup this week again against the uh chargers defense. Did you know fun fact that Jarek McKinnon has played the most daps for the the most snaps for the Chiefs this season out of all the league skill positions, not named Travis Kelsey. So um he is just he's blown um Clyde Edwards Hilaire out out of the starting role, he only had four snaps last week, uh, and also real quick this past week he had eight he had eight targets, and in any uh, full PPR league he has now supplanted, uh, JD McKissick as your ultimate pickup, and uh, he is your man this week. All
3: right, like it, Justin receiver. Who you got?
4: Yeah, so this was my audible because they took Paris Campbell away from me. Um, I'm going to just throw a mixture in here and say Ben Skoronek and Van Jefferson. You want to get a hold of one of those guys. Ben Skoronek plays more the Cooper Cup role. Van Jefferson is more the deep ball. Either one of those guys is bound to get you something in this Rams offense. It's going to be struggling for a while, but, you know, they're going to have to score points and they're going to be doing it off of one of these guys.
3: Yeah, struggling already now without Cooper Cub, definitely going to be an issue. Nick, what's say you at receiver?
6: Receiver, uh, I got Darius Slayton, and the reason why I got De- Darius Slayton is because we have all now known that Kenny Galladay has officially quit. If you watch any any of the games uh, of the game last week, you have you you know that he's done. In fact, he should be arrested for um for grand larceny, Robbery? <laughs> for stealing that damn contract. Um and the Giants should be arrested for being stupid for giving it to him. So since week five, um you know, Slayton's only averaged five, five and a half targets per, per game. But but right now he is the most reliable and uh during that time he's racked up three hundred and sixteen yards and he's averaged uh 63.2 yards per game during during that span, and he scored twice. So right now he is your most reliable target in that offense other than Saquon Barkley.
3: Yes, Justin.
4: You know that he was the highest paid receiver when he got that contract?
7: That's, that's crazy. crazy. And that that's is terrible. Doesn't have a job anymore.
3: All right, Fred. Who's your uh, receiver this week? And you're a little. You sound a little low. So speak the hell up. All right. So I
7: have Kadarius Tony only forty-seven point five percent of the leagues. Uh, he went to Chieflin, and of course, if you stash him, you got rewarded with four of five targets, fifty-seven yards, and a touchdown. He also has ran for thirty-three yards against the Jaguars. Juju Smith is hurt. Uh, Mahomes throws the ball a ball. Ton. I think he has 60 something passes this weekend. So if you have
3: a Kadarius Tony, play him. I like it. Tight end, Justin, go.
4: Uh, Kyron Granson uh, going with the Colt. He's the only guy there that gets touches. Everybody else, Mo Cox, will see the field 63% of the time and gets zero targets. Jelani Woods comes in when they need a touchdown. Who's getting them down the field? It's Matt Ryan to Kylan Granson. I uh, love the pickup.
3: All right. Like it. Fred, that tight end, who you got? Nobody. They picked it. I don't want to open <laughs> That's why We can move on. There's not many tight ends anyway. Nick, what say you? Okay. So
6: uh, I have one of the guys that we talked about before a, a little while ago, Jawan Johnson. Uh, he's he scored the, the past two weeks uh, this season. He's got uh, three double-digit fantasy points, uh, games. So again, we all know that the cupboard is bare in, uh, TE in tight end land. So if you need a tight, tight end, like I do, because I lost both of mine this, this week, uh, go after Juwan Johnson.
3: Yeah. Big, big, big injuries in the tight end land, as you called it, Justin, give me your streaming defense of the week.
4: Vikings. The Vikings defense has performed phenomenally these past three weeks. Two top ten performances, including one against future MVP, Josh Allen. Um, yeah, I just I think this team is very opportunistic, and they've got a good secondary, so why
6: not?
3: All right, sounds good. Nick, who's your streaming defense of the week?
6: I can't believe I'm going to say this. I just can't believe I'm going to say this for two reasons. Number, number one, of who they are, and number two, that they're only 19% rosters. Your favorite, those J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. They are 19% <laughs> rostered. Uh, I have them on my on my fantasy team. Uh, they're outperforming the 49ers th- this year. Uh, they have uh, double-digit points. Yes, they are. They're ranked number three, sir. Uh, this week, uh, they're playing the New England Patriots, who, who can't find the end zone. So uh, the Patriots have allowed the 13th most fancy points to opposing defenses
3: this season. So go and pick up those J-E-T-S-Jets, Jets, Jets. Patriots own the Jets. We all know this. Okay, Fred, what say you? Who's the streaming defense of the week?
7: The Washington Somebody's... Commanders. They play Houston, who are 1-7-1. They just got a big, big win against the Philadelphia Eagles. And now you got Chase Young coming back. So maybe this is the defense that we were expecting all along this whole time. Let's see what happens.
3: I mean, that was stemmed all the way from last year. We've been still waiting on this defense. So we'll we'll see if it's coming around. By the way, Nick, do you like my Eagles? Santa as well? I got Eagles and Dolphins back here. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chase that. Young
6: is cu- coming back uh, this week too. Yeah, that's what he just said. So All right. I didn't hear him.
3: Let- <laughs> yeah, he is a little low. All right, we got a little bit of time. Let's play a little Who Would You Rather for Week 11.
5: Okay, here's a shot out of a cannon. Oprah, Barbara Walters, your wife. You gotta fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go. I think
3: we're done here. All right, this is gonna be rapid fire. Who would you rather, Justin, Justin Fields at Atlanta, or Lamar Jackson versus Carolina? Wow.
4: Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna roll Fields. Fields has just been on fire. Just keep rolling with it. Why mess with something that's good, right?
3: The matchup's a little better for him, too, but, you know, both kind of the same kind of quarterback pretty much. So, indeed, like it. Let's go to Nick. Dak Prescott against Minnesota or Justin Herbert versus KC?
6: Dak, because Herbert has got zero weapons whatsoever,
3: and Herbert's been struggling all season long. Against Justin's streaming defense? How dare you? All right, let's go to Fred Daniel Jones versus Detroit, or Russell Wilson versus the Raiders?
7: Oh, man, that's tough. I'm going to pick – I think the Giants keep rolling. I'm going to go with Daniel Jones. Detroit is no good, and when they do play good, it's the offense, so they go back and forth. Uh, Let's go. Russell Wilson, I don't believe in right now. Daniel Jones.
3: All right. I like he. I like he. Justin, let's get to running backs. Damian Pierce versus the Commanders, or – Joe Mixon
4: at the Steelers. Uh, Joe Mixon at the Steelers. Damian Pierce doesn't have that uh, extra level that Joe Mixon has with, in the pass-catching game, and I think that the Steelers' defense, while they have great pass rushers, they still don't have that great of a uh, run defense. So I'm going to go with the Joe Mixon on this one.
3: All right, I like it. Nick, let's go to you. Dalvin Cook versus the Cowboys or Alvin Kamara? versus the, the – char- is it the Chargers they're playing or the Rams? I got to tell Rams, my writing. Rams. 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 <laughs> Which say you?
6: Uh, I am going to say Dalvin Cook because right now Minnesota is, is on a hot streak. They're going to take that um, win against Buffalo and then roll it over to, to the next week. So I'm going to go with Minnesota.
3: All right. Let's go to Fred Antonio Gibson at the Texans or – or uh, excuse me Aaron Jones versus the Titans I had to make sure that's what I wrote
7: uh I'm going to go Aaron Jones uh I'm going to ten- ten- Tennessee's good no let's go with Antonio Gibson at the uh at the Texans Houston is not very good and it looks like uh Washington is actually playing good so I'm going to roll with them
3: they're not very good, um, especially against the run. So, indeed, I think Antonio is yeah. a, a good play, either one or Brian Robinson this week. All right, let's go on to receiver. Justin, what say you? Who would you rather in this one? T. Higgins at Pittsburgh or DeAndre Hopkins versus the Niners?
4: <laughs> uh, T. Higgins all day long. We don't <laughs> even know if Kyler Murray's going to be there. So, it's like, why, why would you pick that? So, I'm going to go with T. Higgins all day long. That – Burrow-led offense is going to be too much for the Steelers. And guess what? 49ers are going to run all over the freaking Cardinals. It's going to keep them on the sideline where they belong.
3: Justin's got dreams for sure. Nick, what say you? Cortland Sutton versus the Raiders or DJ Moore at the Hater. Ravens?
6: <sighs> well, they both suck. Um, let's go. Courtland Sutton at, at least uh <laughs> Russell Wilson resembles what a quarterback is supposed to look like. All right, but um tis
3: All right, for Fred, DeVonta <laughs> Smith at the Colts or Darnell Mooney at Atlanta. And you're on mute. Jesus Christ.
7: I think I'm going to go with, I was going to say Mooney, but he's not getting any of the catches over there in Chicago. So I think I'm going to go with Devonta Smith and Philly. They just got uh, outplayed by Washington. I think they're going to come out pissed off. And I think the Indianapolis Colts are going to end up paying for it. All
3: right. Watching the clock here. We'll go to tight end. uh, Justin Foster, Morrow or at Denver or uh, Dawson Knox versus Cleveland.
4: (laughs) Uh, Foster Moreau, somehow Dawson Knox is still just not getting involved in this offense Mm. to the level that we thought he was going to, and Foster Moreau, he's fitting nice with uh, Darren Waller being gone, so I'm going to go with Foster Moreau all day long uh, in this one.
3: All right, Fred, let's go to you for this one. Jets at New England or Bengals at Pittsburgh?
7: Wow. Um... I'm going to go with the Bengals at Pittsburgh because the Bengals have more weapons and Pittsburgh is really, I don't even, I don't think Minka Fitzpatrick is playing still. So I think they'll have an easier time in
3: Pittsburgh. All right. All right. Well, let's close it out. Trying to get, we got, you know, again, it's waiver wire time. We got people to pick up. So we got to hear the judge about some people we want to drop. So let's hear that before we close it out. All
2: rise for the honorable Jordan C. Thomas. You may all be seated. This court is now in session. Today, we would like to call to the stand Mr. Gerald L. Jones, owner of the Dallas Cowboys. Mr. Jones, you and your organization are charged today with aiding and abetting a fugitive as well as conspiracy charges stemming from your claims as both America's team and as a Super Bowl contender. Mr. Jones, you and your team led by two touchdowns in the fourth quarter of Sunday's Packers and Cowboys game. Previously, your organization has been 195-0 and when leading by 14th in the fourth quarter. This was a prime spot for you to solidify yourself as a legitimate contender. Unfortunately, you did what you did best, and not only went the Packers back in the game, you let them win it. Mr. Jones, the court finds aiding and abetting fugitives a very serious offense. This court sentenced your father, Mr. Aaron Rodgers, to serve a stint in fantasy prison and deemed him unfit to return to starting lineups everywhere. Unfortunately, your organization allowed him to regain form on Sunday and find Christian Watson three separate times in the end zone. Unlike Dez, Watson caught it. Rodgers has had 92 in his career against your organization with 37 comebacks. You have failed your organization from the top down, and that is no more apparent than in your coaching staff the 14-point lead, your offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, decided to rush the ball just six times and leave the game in the hands of Dak Prescott who had already thrown two interceptions. The silver lining here is at least Mike McCarthy finally helped Green Bay win a close game in Lambeau. Oh, man, this coaching duo has to be the worst that your organization has had, since Jason Garrett and Kellen Moore like three years ago. Mr. Jones, this court finds you guilty on all charges and hereby sentences you to future wildcard Spot first round exit. This court is also officially stripping you, uh, your organization, of its title as America's team, and shall hand it over to its rightful owner, the Miami Dolphins. This court is a
3: judge. I love that judge. That's for sure.
7: I was liking that 20. guy. He was all right.
3: Uh, all right. Well, don't forget tomorrow's our big game Wednesday show. We're still waiting on confirmed guests for that. So we'll see what teams we have for that, but we'll still have our starts and sets, all of our great stuff for tomorrow. So make sure you check us out again, hit subscribe, the notifications button. You want to get on the Santa jester sack. You really do want to get on it. Believe me. All right guys. Well, we appreciate you guys watching for tonight. We appreciate you a lot because we got a set Freddy Sack ready for you. And we are out. We're on a mission.
1: We're on a mission. We're on We're on a mission. we on a We're on a mission. We're on a We're on a mission on a mission, you guys.
5: Yeah! That's
7: what it is!